What's philosophy? I don't know. Elliot, can you say philosophy? No. So what is philosophy? What course did you actually sign up for? Well, there are a lot of ways we could answer what is philosophy. I'm going to offer you at least three different ways of thinking about what philosophy is. The first way is thinking about it as an intellectual tradition. And when I say that, I could actually mean a lot of different kinds of intellectual traditions. But here are three that we might think of when we think of philosophy. One would be non-European or Eastern thought. The other would be what is called continental philosophy. And the last one is the one that we're actually going to focus on here in this course, which is analytic philosophy. Now, why are we narrowing things down to just one tradition? There are a lot of reasons for this. One is that it's just too much ground to cover to try to give you a broad view of all the different kinds of things that could fall under philosophy. The other is that this is the main tradition you're going to encounter, at least in the United States. So what is analytic philosophy? Well, it traces its way back to at least ancient Greece with thinkers like Socrates, Aristotle, Plato. And then it continues after that through the Middle Ages with, and you might think of thinkers like Aquinas or Augustine, and then into what we think of as the scientific revolution or the modern period with names like Descartes, Hume, Locke, and finally Kant. Kant is seen by most people as the last main connection between analytic and continental. And then after him, there's kind of this divide with what happens uh, in Britain, in the United States, and then the rest of the European continent. So we're not going to be focusing on continental philosophers like existentialists or phenomenologists that you might have heard of, like Hegel or Nietzsche or Kierkegaard or Heidegger. Instead, we're going to be following that tradition that comes from the modern period through British empiricism, and then what we now consider to be analytic philosophy today. And so what happened was analytic philosophy developed out of this a scientific approach to, to reasoning, and it embraced mathematical um, and linguistic developments that really formalized and honed in on uh, reasoning at a very precise level. And so you had thinkers like Russell and Frege and Wittgenstein who really embraced these developments in math and logic and applied it to thinking and applied it to philosophy itself. And that's the tradition that we have today as analytic philosophy. The other way of thinking of philosophy is the different topics that philosophers are interested in. And so there's some broad domains under analytic philosophy. One is called metaphysics, uh, which is the study of reality, the nature of reality. What kind of objects are out in the world? Um, it asks, you know, what are the properties of those objects? What is uh, space and time like? Um, are there other possible worlds out there? Another branch of philosophy is epistemology. And epistemology is concerned with knowledge. It asks, what is knowledge? And what makes it different than just having an opinion? And how do we get knowledge? How do we know th the things that we believe are true? What grounds or justifies those things above mere opinion? Another branch of philosophy is value theory. And here we're concerned with things that are valuable the good, the right, the beautiful. 
And here we have different subdisciplines like ethics or political philosophy or aesthetics. Then there's also the history of philosophy. There are philosophers who go back and read people very deeply and try to figure out what exactly they were they were saying and how what they were saying might relate to the debates that they had at the time or debates that we're currently having in philosophy. Another way of seeing the field of philosophy is thinking of what I call philosophy of X, where X can be any sort of subject whatsoever. So we might have you know, philosophy of mathematics, philosophy of religion, philosophy of language, philosophy of race, philosophy of gender, uh, philosophy of education, any sort of uh, subject matter there is, you can apply a philosophical lens to it. And so you can get an entire subfield of philosophy just by looking at a particular, uh, particular subject matter. The third way of thinking about philosophy is thinking about the particular way philosophers approach what they're interested in. There is a critical eye that they have to the investigations that they take on, and they use logic and reason to investigate what people are saying and to ask clarifying questions and probe deeper and not accept the first answer that they get. They're always asking more questions. They're always asking why. They're always asking for justification from people and trying to get at what they really need.